0: Louis Malizia. He is Assistant Director of the International Brotherhood of Teamsters' Corporate and Strategic Initiatives Department. Now, he began his work with the Teamsters back in 1996 after working in the international economics and conflict resolution field. More than a pleasure to have Louis with us. Good afternoon, sir, and welcome. Happy Tuesday. Thank you for joining us.
1: Happy Tuesday to you, Leslie. Thank you so much uh, for having me on the show. It's it's always a very welcome time for uh, me to be on this great show
0: you know I, I i read and you know we post and we share a lot of stuff that the uh, teamsters do it's it's just incredible you got one of the things that i love is you know you have a to do list and it's sort of like check 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 no matter how long it takes to get done. And another thing you guys do when you come on the program, whether it's President Hoffa or someone like yourself, Lewis, is that you educate us as to what is happening in our nation uh, with corporations. And I think it's essential that people know this, whether they're in unions, they're workers, or workers who desire to be a part of a union or trying to unionize in their workplace, I think it's essential. Um, So uh, let's talk about McKesson. McKesson is a company most people are familiar with. And let's talk about what is happening – uh, with compensation at McK- McKesson, and uh, why this is something a spotlight is on yet again.
1: Right. Here we are um, for several years in a row now. Uh, we've been going at it back and forth uh, with this company. It's board of directors. It's senior management. Um, ever since uh, Scandal rocked this country, this company uh, right at the um the late nineties and uh... which would led to one of the biggest destructions of uh... shareholder value in a single day ever um, and we've been pushing for reforms uh... at the corporate level that you know, one will improve the governance of of the company make the company more accountable to its shareholders and then also try to bring some common sense to the compensation practices at this company and while they've made some uh, improvements, we think in, in the governance realm, uh, they clearly do not get it when it comes to compensation. Yes, this is a company that's done very well. Um, it's you know part of a oligopoly of only three companies that really uh, control the prescription um, distribution of prescription drugs here in the United States, and uh, has has grown globally as well. They're into healthcare systems management, um, they're just a, a huge company. That, uh, if you go into any doctor's office, you'll usually see um, gadgets and uh, other products with the McKesson label on it, and their their reach is incredible. And to us, um, one of it it highlights a real uh, glaring uh, symptom of what's gone wrong, I think, in corporate America is how we're alloc- it's allocating its resources, and it's creating such a, a huge uh, economic disparity between um, the managers, the, the ultimate managers of the company the, at, at the highest level and the frontline workers, um, working families here in this, country, in this country, and McKesson's a prime example. You know, I
0: I couldn't I couldn't agree more. We you know, poll after poll shows that regardless of political ideology, Americans know that there's a disparity in wages. There's an income gap and they're angry about it. We have seen it affect elections and candidates who become elected. Bill de Blasio, an example of that, in New York uh, as mayor, pointing that out. So that people understand and don't just think that we're saying you know, pretty words and sound bites, let me give some of the specifics that you great people at the Teamsters have helped uh, me to, to look at uh, in order to research this topic for our, our talk today. Um, now, according to the company's 2015 proxy statement this year, McKesson could have to pay more than $283 million in unearned compensation to five people, to five executives, $283 million, and $141.7 million of that just to the CEO in the event of a change of control and termination. And that is in addition to more than $245 million. The executives would also receive in severance pay and benefits guaranteed to them, including more than $161 million for the CEO. Yet you have people that are working for them that can't even buy into the health care plan who are not at the executive level and who work for these people. Um, this is beyond not fair. This yes, is beyond. This is, this is beyond shameful. Um, th- this is exactly the uh, why Robin Hood stole from the rich and gave to the poor.
1: Right, and you know we feel that this the, it's Robin Hood in reverse when it exactly. when these plans are being hatched up in these cor- corporate boardrooms. Um, it's it's completely being out of touch with where the the value um, uh, that goes into the company, where it's coming from. Uh, it's really just claiming that. A certain handful of people are responsible for all the wealth that's generated out of a company. Meanwhile, people are working as harder than ever um, at all levels of the company and are being uh, disregarded and undervalued for what for what they do day in and day out. And they're held to, in I think, in my opinion, oftentimes a, a much higher standard for, uh, for the work that they're being. Um, when their numbers aren't producing, we see mass layoffs. When there's problems uh, with service, the, the first people to go are, are uh, often people at, at the bottom. And yet CEOs and uh, others at the top, um, if, they, they have compensation plans that just kind of creatively find a way to, to give raises during these tough times. And we mentioned you mentioned the uh, 283 million to five executives uh, for unearned compensation. And when we say unearned, it means uh, they have uh, they have plans. If there was ever a, a change of control, of the company um, or a termination, and what's even crazier about McKesson is a change of control in the company could even mean. Uh, a moving of the corporate headquarters from one part of, part of Northern California to 20 miles away. So I mean, that's that's how um, how interesting uh, and creative uh, that boards of directors and their compensation consultants get uh, about how to deliver these these uh, benefits. And unearned just means if if they didn't work, uh, say they have they have stock and it vests in five years they only work two of those 5 years they still get all 5 years worth of uh of the vesting of the stock or if they have to hit a certain target and with uh, as far as performance and they only meet maybe 30% of that target they still get the 100% of the of the vesting of that target so you know while we want to see um our our managers and CEOs perform well i think we want, to, we want companies to be sustainable and lasting and, and growing so everyone gets a, a share a, a in that pie. Uh, it seems like this company is just finding ways to keep giving the 99% of that pie to 1% of the company.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, hey, look, we all deserve, I think, anybody, no matter what level in a company or corporation that you are, a raise if you're doing a good job. Um, especially if the company's profiting. And McKesson is. McKesson is the country's largest wholesale pharmaceutical distributor for people that go, I know that name, what do they do? And, and that's what they do. And, and this isn't the first time around, right? H- haven't they come under fires for its executive compensation practices for years, going back at least three years, if not more?
1: Absolutely. They um, The CEO is one of the top um, – at one time – uh, for a couple of years, he was the number one uh, paid CEO. I mean, there's, he's fallen down to the list slightly, only to number eleven, uh, Mr. Hammergren. But had the, one of the richest pensions uh, in the land, and it still it still is one. Even he was able to sustain a, a 40 49 million dollar cut or four, to the pension, and still well, worth well over a hundred million dollars. Meanwhile. Um, there were workers this year in Minnesota uh, at a facility who uh, had their facility con- consolidated down into a new one in Iowa, and all those workers uh, who lost their jobs that were making twenty an hour are now down to fourteen dollars an hour in Iowa, and none of those workers have pensions like the ones had and uh, promised in Minnesota. So it's it's a com- it's a company that keeps showing such a uh, stark contrast between really the, you know, the issues that the, has tried, the country has tried to come to grips with ever since uh, the days of Occupy Wall Street.
0: And you mentioned that this um, CEO, uh, John Hammergren, was ranked number one on the Forbes list of highest-paid uh, CEOs, and like you said, that happened uh, more than one time. And correct me if I'm wrong, I had mentioned before about low pay. Specifically, and this is in more than one area, I'm sure, but specifically in the distribution center. Isn't it true that a majority of coworkers there cannot afford to participate in the company's health plan or 401k plan? And I bring this up because people were shell shocked when they saw employees years ago at Walmart standing outside having a food drive for themselves. <laughs> they didn't have enough money to they didn't have enough money to put the food on the table or to buy benefits. Uh, that's unconscionable when you have such wealth at the top. But in this distribution center. Um, And we're not just talking about one or two people. The majority of workers there cannot afford to participate in the health plan or the 401k plan. Right. And they're not making enough to go outside the company to purchase it elsewhere.
1: Right. This is a health care company, and these people are are processing prescription drugs um, for people throughout the South. This is in Lakeland, Florida, the distribution center that you mentioned. Um, You know... It, 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 the irony is uh, is bitter and uh, one that um, has dire consequences for these workers who, you know, who are working under high-stress um, conditions uh, with uh, – you have to hit their targets uh, every day with um, – you know, with their production standards and what they have to get out of that building and you know, literally running um, miles uh, a day inside that uh, warehouse facility and cannot afford health, uh, adequate health care. And we had, a, you know, a, an ele- a union election there um, this, in 2011. Um, the union, uh, uh, The workers voted for the union in Lakeland, Florida, uh, it's now 2015, and the, the company is still um, not put forth uh, a, a fair offer for a first contract. And,
0: and, and also, when you when you have and, uh, go, go ahead, sorry, uh, uh, I'm just. And
1: when workers have uh, workers have been very vocal on uh, taking this issue straight to the um, the top at the company's uh, shareholder meeting, and uh, with and it's had very. Um, very difficult consequences for some of the people who have spoken out.
0: Yeah, Glenn Gray I was thinking of, right? Ten-year uh, McKesson worker from Lakeland, Florida, fired in retaliation. All he did was raise compensation concerns at the company's annual meeting. Louis, we will have you back on, sir. Thank you for being with us. Louis Malizia, the assistant director of the International Brotherhood of Teamsters Corporate and Strategic Initiatives Department. Check out the website for the Teamsters. Find out more about this and all the other great things they are doing for the American worker. Teamsters. Org. And on Twitter, follow them there, at Teamsters.